Welcome to Props and Hops, a podcast pursuing the best in betting and beer and part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm your host, Matt Landis, coming to you with the first solo show in memory, maybe since the middle of this past NFL season, but time's of the essence, so I couldn't line up a guest, wanted to be sure to come to you with six bets worth making now before the NFL suspends Deshaun Watson. And as a quick disclaimer off the top here, I want to acknowledge that Watson hasn't been suspended yet, and it still isn't guaranteed that he will be, so I think it's important to bet with the understanding that Watson not getting suspended is still a possibility. But with even more news this week, and more public pressure, I think it's just going to be a PR nightmare for the NFL not to take action, and that's making it more difficult by the hour to envision Watson on the field for the Browns come week one. Frankly, that would be understandable if he can't be on the field, given his actions and the effects of those actions on other people. But let's go ahead and compartmentalize as betters and move on to what we can call the Deshaun Watson speculation portfolio. Alright, the first four bets, all involving Cleveland's Week 1 game at Carolina, looking at the Panthers against the spread, Panthers on the money line, the total under, and a parlay, Panthers plus the points, with the total under. Quick note here as far as bankroll management is concerned, these four bets are all highly correlated, so if your standard unit is, let's say, $100, I'd be okay going up to $200 for these bets, making it two units worth of exposure, but I wouldn't recommend a full four units worth of exposure on these four bets with this much correlation involved. For simplicity's sake, let's call it half a unit on each of these bets, adding up to two units total. And if you like certain bets more or less, or more importantly, if you have access to better or worse numbers for some of these bets we're about to get into, feel free to adjust accordingly. Looking more into the Panthers against the spread, Carolina currently available at plus three. I do see one reduced VIG minus 105 price attached to that plus three. That's what I've got in pocket. But I'd consider this good up to a maximum of minus 110 as the juice to attach to the Panthers plus 3. As far as Panthers money line goes, I see a plus 150 out there at a pretty prominent offshore. Consider this good down to plus 140. For the total, painted 42.5 across the board as I record this early afternoon Pacific time on Wednesday, June 8th. And I think that under 42.5 presents fair value. And as far as the parlay goes, looking at Panthers plus three, tied to the under 42.5. Now a common thread here from a handicapping standpoint, Watson being out would make the Browns a lesser favorite, likely in the range of one and a half points. And in addition to the side, Watson's absence would also probably affect the total, thinking if the Browns go from Watson to Jacoby Brissett, we might see this total closer to the 30s when the game ultimately kicks off. And I also want to note that as far as parlays are concerned, we rarely use the P word here at Props and Hops, unless that P word is the props, of course. But for parlays, they rarely offer value. An exception here is that we've got some nice correlation with a Deshaun Watson absence benefiting the side and the total when we look at these bets. This parlay ultimately is a tool to get more exposure that we're going to want if and when the line is Browns minus one and a half 
and a total pushing the 30s when this one kicks off come opening Sunday of the NFL season. Alright, moving on from week one, the fifth bet on the docket here, the Baltimore Ravens to win the AFC North. I'm seeing them as high as plus 225 and consider it good down to plus 180. Again, the handicapping theme here, Deshaun Watson's suspension really hurts the Browns and it could essentially make the AFC North a two-horse race between the Ravens and the Bengals. Now, don't blindly assume that the Browns or Steelers still can't win it, but either two of those teams pulling it off seems highly unlikely at this stage. So if we are more or less looking at the Ravens and Bengals head-to-head, I think the division odds present plenty of value on Baltimore, especially considering the Ravens getting a last-place schedule this season compared to the Bengals drawing a first-place schedule. All right, and last but not least, the sixth bet here, looking ahead to Week 2, not a Browns game, but the Giants hosting the Panthers. That line currently, Giants laying only one and a half points. And if we consider home field advantage being worth about that much, the point spread implies that the Giants and Panthers are about equal teams. But let's take a look at the regular season win total market, where the Panthers are lined at six, the Giants are lined at seven. Both of those numbers juiced similarly to the under. And that's telling us that the betting market values the Giants as being a full game better than the Panthers, meaning the Giants clearly the better team in this matchup. If we consider that plus the Giants' home field advantage in Week 2, this line should probably be 3. Now, I know that the title of this episode is bets to make before Deshaun Watson gets suspended, but this is the one that it's okay to wait on if you don't want to tie up your bankroll for several months. And the reason behind that is that if the Panthers do indeed get fortunate and dodge Watson in Week 1 and they look good in a win, they might come into the Week 2 game against the Giants overvalued. And if we look at the Giants in Week 1, they're 6.5-point underdogs at the Titans, so that's a likely loss for them. And if they look bad, they could be undervalued coming into their Week 2 tilt with Carolina. Add it all up, and this increases the probability the Giants will still be available laying less than a field goal the week of the game. And barring injury or unforeseen developments, I still see value on the Giants up to minus 2.5 with that flat minus 110 juice. And to wrap it up, here's a rapid-fire recap of the bets we've discussed. Four of them for Week 1, Carolina plus 3 hosting Cleveland, Carolina Moneyline plus 140 or better where you can find it for that matchup, Cleveland-Carolina under 42.5, and a parlay, Carolina plus 3 tied to the under 42.5. Moving on from Week 1, also looking at Baltimore to win the AFC North at plus 180 or better, and also a Week 2 game, the Giants minus 1.5 hosting the Panthers. Consider that one good, up to minus 2.5. Alright, that'll do it for this quick six-pack of bets to make before Deshaun Watson gets suspended. But remember, it's still an if as to whether or not he does eventually get suspended, so please manage your money accordingly. One last note here, this episode circles back to the original concept behind Props and Hops, when I was developing the show in the summer of 2020, I was thinking that there's so much noise in the sports media-verse, to use a David Malinsky term, and my mission here is to isolate the signal and distill it down to the most actionable information for betters. So I'd be remiss not to give a thank you to the signal callers, so to speak, who opened my eyes to a bunch of these angles that I've discussed. First up, Tommy the Hitman, who goes by at Hitman428 on Twitter for calling out value on the Panthers against the spread in Week 1. 
Also, Hector, who goes by at SH8Model on Twitter, calling out the value on Cleveland, Carolina, under 42 and a half. And I want to give a hat tip to last week's guest on this show, Josiah Clark, at SharpClarkNFL on Twitter. There's an E at the end of Clark. He's been big on the Ravens to win the AFC North for a while now and recently doubled down on that position with a lot of the Watson speculation. And last but not least, the legendary Steve Fezzik, at Fezzik Sports on Twitter, for breaking down the handicap behind the Giants and the value that they have at the current line in their Week 2 home game against the Panthers. In many ways, at the end of the day, our value as betters is only as good as our network, so I'm thankful to have all of these guys as part of mine, and I'm also thankful to you for making me part of yours. So once again, thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, the number one way you can support Props and Hops would be to take just a few seconds and leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'll be back next week with another interview episode. That one will bring the hops to the forefront. So until then, best of luck with your bets and cheers. Hops and hops and-